0: Welcome back to the 40th episode of Closer Mentality. I'm your host, Julia Mellet. Today, we're going to have a little chat. But before we get started, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp, and I'm so thrilled to be working with them. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? All of the stories I've told thus far have been the vulnerabilities of elite athletes and team personnel. But what happens before they're comfortable speaking about some of the most vulnerable times in their lives on a public forum? Nearly all of them have utilized either a sports psychologist or a therapist. Now, I'm bringing that option to you, the listeners. If you've ever listened to a Closer Mentality episode and thought, I feel exactly the same way. I've partnered with BetterHelp to help bring online therapy to your phone and computer. BetterHelp offers video, phone, and live chat options, and you can speak to a licensed therapist in less than 48 hours. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. BetterHelp also has more than 20,000 licensed therapists across the country, and you have access to them anytime. You can get thoughtful messages from your therapists, and if you aren't happy, it's free to change providers. If you're worried about the cost of traditional talk therapy, BetterHelp also plans for that. They offer financial aid if funding is the only thing standing between you and getting the help you need. Join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. I have a special offer for all Closer Mentality listeners. You can get 10% off of your first month of professional therapy at BetterHelp.com forward slash Closer Mentality. That's BetterHelp.com forward slash Closer Mentality. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. The link is also in the show notes. Now, let's get into it. Today, we're going to work through what it takes to feel like a success, on and off the field. One of the best performing podcasts I've produced through 39 weeks was an episode where I welcomed on Dr. Eddie O'Connor. It's episode 5, so rather far back in the archives, but it's single-handedly continued to thrive, even amongst months of new content. It's called Minimizing Perfectionism and Performance Anxiety. The episode, posted 8 months ago, hasn't faded into obscurity. In fact, as athletes continue to express their mental journeys on social media, the need to be perfect is one of the overarching topics that simultaneously drives them towards success and tests their sanity. Today I thought I'd share some tips on how to focus less on the result and more on the journey. When Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Calvin Ridley made the decision to remove himself from the NFL season, it came as a surprise to the general public. He posted on Twitter that quote, These past few weeks have been very challenging, and as much as I'd like to be on the field competing with my teammates, I need to step away from football at this time and focus on my mental well-being. This will help me be the best version of myself now and in the future. I want to thank my teammates, the entire Atlanta Falcons organization, our great fans, my friends, and my family, for all of their support during this time." End quote. His return is unclear, and it may even be a decision to leave for the remainder of the season. When elite athletes choose to forego the sport they've worked their entire lives for, in lieu of mental health, it signifies a shift away from the endless grind and toward a side of the sports industry which thrives when athletes are their most authentic, hard-working, motivated selves. Ridley was having problems off the field, and they became so overwhelming that they tested his perception of the role that football played. When he found that performing at the highest level and training all day every day was overshadowed by the thoughts swirling around in his head, it was time to take a step back and reevaluate what really lights him up. For so many athletes, perfectionist burnout is a very real process. It doesn't appear in the stat sheets, it's not cheered or booed on the weekends. It happens when athletes and performers are pushed to a place where they feel as though the stress of performing outweighs the enjoyment of the training and competing process. So how do you quell that thought process before it attacks? You have to superimpose it onto the framework of sports. The chance of being perfect at any specific statistic in any given sport is so unlikely that the percentage is minuscule. Take baseball for example. Stay in Atlanta with my analogies. Last night the Braves won the World Series. First baseman Freddie Freeman just won his first World Series after 12 seasons in the Braves organization. He concluded his regular season batting 300. That's 3 of every 10 balls that succeeded in getting him on base. 3 of 10. In any other sport, that would be a failure. Freeman would disagree. That's good enough to make him a five-time MLB All-Star, an NL MVP, and a two-time Silver Slugger award winner. In soccer, there's a reason that shots and shots on goal are two different statistics. In a sport where one point could be the only scoreboard success in an entire 90-minute game period, perfectionism is a near-impossible ideal. Episode 32, when Iowa Hawkeye defender Sam Carey joined the show, it told a story of a girl who strived to be perfect to such a degree that it nearly burnt her out of her sport forever. She was so focused on doing everything perfect that her coaches had to stymie the amount of time she sat down and watched game film for. She would hyper-fixate on her failures, where she could have a different touch or a scoring opportunity could have yielded more positive results. In the end, what she realized was that in trying to move forward into the perfect soccer player, she was actually holding her own potential back. Her game didn't have to be perfect in order to win a Big Ten championship. Strikers could get around her and score without her fearing for her starting position. That was the moment that she decided to focus on being the best for herself, not for the stat sheet, or anything else, and it changed her entire approach. The panic attacks and anxiety around perfectionism on the pitch disappeared. What returned was the love of her sport. Now, it had never really left, but her perception that she was only a worthwhile addition to the Hawkeye roster if she was a brick wall obviously wasn't working. There are thousands of stories just like Ridley and Freeman and Carey around every corner of the sports industry, but more importantly, perfectionism isn't specific to athletics. Businessmen and women didn't get to be CEOs and managers of hundreds of individuals without failing. Even in those high-ranking positions, there are micro-failures every day. Expectations aren't met. Plans pan out differently than expected. Doing the best you can isn't about being perfect, it's about the way you rebound from failures. Those who take the failure, learn from it, and rebound successfully— are far better equipped for their future than an individual who's paralyzed by the fear of a potential fail. Being a dynamic person, even off the field of play, produces significantly better results. So how does someone who struggles with perfectionism use that drive and motivation to their advantage? How does an athlete become a healthy perfectionist? Perfectionist strivings are not, in essence, a bad personality trait. When perfectionist tendencies transition into burnout, then there's a problem. Let's break down burnout as defined by Appleton and Hill from their 2014 research. They broke burnt out feelings into three factors, reduced emotional capacity for sport, lower accomplishment, and reduced value of participation in sport. Healthy perfectionists exemplify not necessarily a lack of these factors, but they spit them into starting points for intrinsic motivation when they feel the emotions manifesting and trending in that direction. Pure enjoyment of the sport should always be at the forefront of an athlete's motivation. The second it becomes about beating an external opponent or winning championships or any other host of extrinsic motivators, perfectionism can subconsciously flip into burnout. It's like a hamster on a wheel. Running faster doesn't get the hamster off any quicker. When you become a perfectionist, To the degree that you cannot fail, it's not even that you don't enjoy failing, it's that you cannot accept failure when it does happen. That hamster just continues to run and run and run at the same speed on the wheel and the result doesn't change. Sport doesn't need to be difficult if the base of your motivation style comes from setting a new daily PR. When you wake up and decide to be better today than you were yesterday you'll never lose. Even the smallest steps still move the process forward. It's all about perspective. Once athlete autonomy, competence, and relatedness are sufficiently executed, burnout rates drop, and athletes and performers can get back to what began their love of their craft in the first place, their own personal drive. If you feel like you're burnt out or unmotivated, take a look at BetterHelp at the link in the show notes. A personalized therapist may be exactly what you need to set you back on the right track to who you want to be. Once again, I want to thank BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. I think that you guys are going to love their services. If you related to this episode and feel like you or someone you know would be a perfect guest for Closer Mentality, send us a DM on Instagram and Twitter at CloserMental. I'll be back with another awesome episode next Wednesday. I can't wait to share it with you. But until then, see you next week.